Ben Ringham and Max Ringham, a doll's face, and then the same Ben Ringham. A doll's Ringham, face. A doll's house. house sorry. Prima <laughs> <I'm, I'm>, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Ben <laughs> Ringham and Max Ringham, a doll's house, not a doll's face. And Ben. Hello, and welcome to episode 66 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your nominee's luncheon production of Seussical Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing the 2023 Tony nomination. 76 <laughs> trombones. Da, 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 da. All right, Rachel, here we are. We're here. How's it going? How are you? Oh my gosh, there's so much theater news. Like I'm just I know. rattled with theater news. Yeah, week. we are in and we are sprayed like double dare 2000 <laughs> <laughs> theater news. Well, I don't know if anyone is that like, to to anyone. Oh my gosh. It's like the Axe body spray everywhere. Yeah, ew. Ugh, I remember I got sprayed in the face with that once in high school. That was not fun. <laughs> Not a trauma moment. Trauma, trauma (laughs) response. I just had a a flashback. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Man. So yeah, today we're going to. Who are theater people? Like they don't know. They don't understand what this week has done to us. No, that's true. I uh, watched. This was the Met. I watched the. Yeah, it was a bat. It was a one-two punch. Met Tony Nam. So I felt. I honestly kind of felt bad on. Their day off, all these Broadway stars had to go to the Met. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, like but I'm I guess, tired. Yeah. Yeah. I, what was it? Like Ben Platt was there, Michaela Diamond was there, Jessica Chastain, Sarah Borales, I think, was there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of people. Alex Newell was there. Oh, that's right. Um, Alex Newell. Yeah. Wasn't Rachel Brosnahan there? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So busy, busy week for them. Yeah. And I hope they got some sleep. And then the luncheon was like either the next day or the day after. So I think it was like Wednesday yeah, or Thursday. Yeah. yeah that's so they were crazy. having a moment. Yeah, they were. Um, oh my gosh. But before but... we get into all of that, we're going to do our segment that we do every week now called What's the Bus? Tell me what's happening. What's the Bus? Tell me what's happening. What's the Bus? Tell me what's happening. What's the Bus? Tell me what's happening, what's the bus? Tell me what's happening, what's the bus? Tell me what's happening, what's 
Rachel, and by the way, your mom, yeah, tell this, tell this. By yeah. the way, my my mother is the only one who responded. Thanks, mom. To um the sh- to the call I made the last two weeks where I was like, please, someone, uh, let me know where this reference is from. And she out of nowhere texts me on Saturday, April 29th. She's the first person who says, Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> she said, just now listening to this week's episode, and no, I didn't look it up. So here's to my mother, Mrs. Jones, Barbara Jones out there. Just it's having amazing. a good time and knowing the reference. I'm proud of her. Good job, yeah. mom. Good job. Good job, Barbara. We we stand. We stand, Barbara. We stand, um, my mom. <laughs> yes. We stand all the moms, really. Mother's yeah. Day is coming True. up. It's so soon. Yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. This is your yeah. reminder. Get your yeah. mother a card. Send her some flowers. Even if you don't live yeah. near her, do her something nice. My yeah. mom's like, send where's her, my card? <laughs> send her some soup. I don't know. Isn't there that soup service? I don't know. (laughs) There's that service that's like, you can send people soup if they're sick. I think that they would prefer flowers. They're not sick. It's Mother's Day. You're right. You're right. I don't know. Who who doesn't want a a package of soup? (laughs) I'm just going to send my mom a Panera gift card. Yeah, true. true. (laughs) Bread bowl. Just send them Uh. a bread bowl and a package of Campbell (laughs) and a Campbell's. All right, oh, so what's Lord. the buzz okay. uh, this yes. week? What Obviously, we have the Tony nominations this yes, week. Yes, we'll get to that. That's but, the whole so episode. We'll get to that. But first, speaking of Tony nominations, Sweeney Todd, the revival, is yes. going to have a Broadway cast recording. Yes. Um, which I feel like it's funny every time there's an announcement of a cast recording, it's like, well, duh, of course, of course they're going to do one. Although par- Parades was funny because it was like, cast recording coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That was the announcement. Is that, that was, was the announcement? Yeah, so yeah. funny. I don't. I mean, I think there is a release date, but okay, yeah, it just says later this year. So yeah, so that's. I can't wait. We're so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Gonna um, be great. speaking of cast albums, this week, as of recording mm-hmm. this, yeah. um, we got the Shucked cast album. It came out, I'm so and they glad did. You brought this up. They did yeah. an amazing. Like, first of all, I once again say, why is there not? Why is there? I'm petitioning the Tonys. Why is there not a special category for marketing and PR? Because this marketing team yeah. is amazing. They literally took a tractor, like a tractor <laughs> with the bed, and where the hay normally is, where the <laughs> cast of Shucked, they were yeah. there, and they drove around in. Times Square, which is once again insane. And where, you know, where the ball drops, there's a long banner that's there that's normally like, Mm -hmm. you know, advertising something. And Spotify advertised that the Shuck album was released. Like, I just cannot express that this is incredible. And they, whoever is their marketing and PR team, they deserve a Tony Award. Yeah. Or at least a nomination. Yeah, so as of recording this today, um, May 6th, timestamp, I have listened to a third of the cast album of Shucked, and it is utterly delightful. I had already <laughs> heard Independently Owned. Yes, um, and, and Somebody I, Will. Yes, I'd heard Somebody Will, and I had heard that other one, the the, um, the Maybe maybe Love. Yeah, Maybe Love. I had already mm-hmm. heard that. Um, so those are the three I'd already heard, but then, wow, what a delight, what a delight Gray Henson is. 
He's on the album. So He's so good. I'm so excited. Yes, Rachel will be seeing this show very shortly. Yeah. So I'm excited for Three her weeks. to tell us all about it. I know. Um, but yeah, I, speaking, I can't wait also. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Speaking of some other Sondheim news, mm-hmm. Brittany Coleman will star as Bobby in the North American tour of Company this yes. Yes. Fall, which will be very which fun. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah and I'm... other oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, no, you say. Well, I was gonna say I'm just hoping it's coming near me because I want to see it. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> so both of yeah. us are like, please company. Um I and speaking of other things that are going on tour that were just announced, uh mm. also Anne Juliet announces mm. mm-hmm. a multi-year contract for a North American tour. That's awesome. We're so excited. Yeah. This was before the Tony nominations yeah. that they announced that. So that's really exciting for them. I'm, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. I don't think that's surprising because it's doing really well. It's doing so well. Something Maybe I'll, I'll cite it here, but something that I'm really excited about, about these Tony nominees and all these Broadway news is that we we are actually going to talk about a closing here, but all of these shows are like thriving and doing very yeah. well, and yeah. um, yeah, it's it's really really good. So um, yeah, speaking of well, actually, we'll talk about a, an opening and a closing. So an opening that will be coming this fall is a musical mm-hmm. called Harmony. It's going to transfer yeah. to Broadway. Music yeah. by Barry Manilow book crazy i know by bruce sussman and directed and choreographed by warren carlisle um it's about the 1920s and 30s the comedian harmonists sold millions of records made dozens of films and sold out the biggest theaters around the world so yeah it's a musical comedy apparently so yeah it's been off broadway and now it's transferring to broadway yeah, so that'll be yeah. interesting. And on the flip side of that, sadly, the uh, Bob Bossy's dancing will close on Broadway this month. Um, yeah. But I think that is, yes, it'll be closing on May th- 14th, which is very soon. Super soon. Um, I think if it, since it didn't, as we will discuss, get any, I don't think got any Tony nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't I a think, surprise. Yeah, it it if I think if it had gotten some, maybe it could have stretched out till the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so sad that those dancers and everyone in that show that put in all that work that it's closing. But yeah. I'm glad that oh, you know, it stayed open for as long as it did. So, yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. other things as we close this segment here and talk about the big news. Um, Joel Gray and John Kander are going to receive special tony awards for lifetime achievement at the tony awards um on june 11th which will be awesome and then corbin blue and danielle wade are going to lead summer stock world premiere godspeed Godspeed musicals uh which corbin blue just doing anything doing whatever i'm so excited and then i have one other thing it already happened but um, Ham for Ham came back. Oh yes, I was gonna. With I the can't cast oh, my God. of yes. Sweeney Todd. Yes. 
Yes. Oh um, my gosh. I was going to talk ham about this. Ham, like tell, tell the people what ham for ham is um, and what, it, or what it was. Yeah. Ham for ham was this thing at Hamilton in American musical on Broadway at the Richard Rogers theater where they would. So all the shows in New York do a lottery system where you put your name either I think now all of them are digital I don't think the ones that have them most of them are digital digital. Mm -hmm. and you put your name on the app or whatever now and you basically get if you get chosen you it's like 25 to 30 Mm dollars you can sit in the orchestra but what's great about Hamilton is that they're 10 dollars because he's on that 10 dollar bill yeah so him for him so they would do these during the original run of the show and actually they the original cast they did them after a lot of original cast members left so lynn on social media like wednesday is like friday you know 4 p.m or whatever him for him with smitty todd cast and the reason if people don't know the produce the director of the sweeney todd revival also tommy kale also directed hamilton so there's a connection and so both casts came out in front of the Richard Rogers and sang the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS Easter bonnet version that Lynn created yeah. of the mashup of Alexander Hamilton and Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. It's it so is good. so good. Ugh. And also to watch like, like Gaten Matarazzo. I also want to say Maserato. Gaten Maserato, Matarazzo's face during it like he's such a theater nerd you can tell and he he's is. like living his own theater dreams he's having and the also best time. like annalee ashford is having such a great She's time so and cute. josh groban yeah and yeah. um we're gonna put po- we'll post the video in our show notes but um yes. they and also just how much i a lot of the comments and everything were saying like a lot of people that were there in person first of all there was so many people so crowded oh yeah. my gosh it was insane can you I mean, imagine like, if he had told everyone before the day before yeah yeah it was crazy yeah so and also the same day ed sharon was doing a pop-up in new york city so there's a lot of things happening it's always <laughs> in happening city. in new york city yeah. and um it was just it was cool to see a lot of people were like that this community is so loving like everyone you could tell everyone really loves each other and there's like even though the tony awards are going on like there's no competition with this community which i yeah. think is really cool and awesome and yeah so i think that's a good transition that was so good now we get to our main course our entree our, our, no, our entree no. if you will our entree, if you will the 76th trombone tony awards when <laughs> um, uh, announced by none other than leah michelle and so, miles ross yes you know what's funny on this not to pause you on this wikipedia page it says as of may 5th which is yesterday as of recording this unless it is impacted by the 2023 writers guild strike will be held on june 11th what if the tony awards doesn't happen so I was thinking about this. This is what's so funny. I was thinking about this this yeah. week because I thought, you know what? Someone's got to write these jokes mm-hmm. for the Tony Awards. And they can't yeah. write them before they nominate people. And I love Ariana, but she's not but a I comedian. don't think she's going to be yeah. writing them. Yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Maybe Lynn will come through and just write everything. I think Lynn's but on the side supports. of writers. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He is. You're right. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy up in there with the rider strike, y'all. Like it's it is crazy. crazy. It's getting crazy. Listen, the last one lasted like three or four months, and people are saying yeah. that this one could last longer. Yeah. And oof. so yeah. good luck, everyone. Thanks. Peace good and blessing. That's right. We support the writers guild. That's all I want to say. Yes, yeah. Sure <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna go through every category here. <laughs> Best of luck to yeah, on this. Now, I do want to say up front because we are going to do a predictions episode, so we're not going to be predicting anything in this episode. Right. We're, we're not just commenting. Gonna... Yes. We're just commenting on the nominations mm-hmm. and how we feel about yeah. the nominations. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe some snubs, maybe some surprises, yeah. Yeah, things like this. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. this nature, and then well, let's start out right at the top with Lee Michelle and Miles Frost. How did you feel about their presentation? It actually like was a lot quicker yeah. than the time when Catherine McPhee and because I'll never get over that time and Leslie yeah. Odom Jr. were together and it just felt like a bunch of like like people could not get it together uh, correctly. I think that <laughs> this what was interesting to me was Miles Frost, love him and mm. um, I think that he. He is very talented, but he kind of read as like, I maybe am glazed. Uh, to be completely fair, Leah Michelle was at the Met Gala the night before in yeah. what looked like her Fanny Bryce wig. And right. she <laughs> she right. uh, probably hadn't slept yet. Yeah. Uh, or maybe she had, but she well, looked and fine. she has a child, so there's that. Yeah, but Miles yeah. Frost looked like he was like, should have gotten two extra cups of coffee that morning. But I think his tone was that way because Leah Michelle was just extremely excited. Like yeah. there were times, like she was, it was interesting because you could tell when she was announcing people that she had a preference over mm-hmm. who she was announcing. And to yeah. me, like that's obviously that would be me if I were reading these, <laughs> but also like, girl, you got, you are a like semi-celebrity in this world and you are announcing the nominations for everyone. You need to be just as excited or monotone. Like I think Miles Ross did a good job because like mm-hmm. every person's name he said was like felt like it was said the same. And Leah yeah. Michelle literally jumped up and down, not to spoil stuff, jumped up and down when um uh Michaela Diamond was yeah announced. And I was like, yeah. girl, you have to calm down. <laughs> you need to calm down. But I'm yeah. just kind of like, come um, on, how did you feel? Yeah, I felt now that you, I do feel like there were moments where Leah Michelle was like glazed, like just looking at the camera, like I'm so tired. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I thought they did a good job. It went by. I kind of wish they normally, well, at least for the Oscars, at least they have like televisions behind them and they show the list of the nominee, like the names there rather than showing them right after because I, I don't know I just there's something about that that I like like seeing the names like right there rather yeah. than flipping to the screen um with all of them written but um overall there was a couple moments where I was like wow I can't believe they're not like a couple surprises um yeah. that we'll talk about and then it went yeah like you said it went by very fast I mean they were announced at 8 30 on GMA right is that what it was I don't know because I'm central time. Yeah. Oh, right. And then because I was off that day. So I was like, well, I'm getting up to watch these. Yeah. And and then they were, and then they were on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, they were yeah, on YouTube at 9 a.m. So I was like, I have to wait 30 minutes. Please. So I already knew some of the nominations before mm-hmm. they they had actually announced, started on, announced on, on Instagram. So on the gram. 
on the gram. This is a side note, uh, just a complete side note, but I just want to give props to every graphic designer who works for a musical and the PR people this week because what they had to do was they had to design every single one of these award like graphics and what they would say in the graphics, in the captions before the announcement and then make sure that they posted the right one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like they had to, like, if you get 11 nominations, if you get five, like they had to make sure that all the right things were in there, but then, you know, they could change the number probably on those graphics quicker. But the other ones that they have to do is like, if individual people are announced, if it yeah. best orchestration is announced and they have to, and they post that all over their social media as it is happening. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they don't get enough of a shout out. Cause I know what it's like to run an event and have to post on social media while it's happening. And I run a very low stakes situation. Like mm, mm. people, we don't have thousands and thousands of followers. Okay. So that is interesting. I've always thought about that. Yeah. They do it like right after yeah. they're posted or like, yeah, that is interesting. So I just want to shout them out before we talk about the, yeah, the groups. Um, as far as all the nominations, some like it hot leads the pack with 13 nominations. Does that, this is positive. Does that surprise you? A little, yeah. Yeah, it does for me too. I thought, I, I mean, I, I thought it would be a closer, like if if Some Luck, Like It Hot had 11 nominations, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Right. And like 13 isn't an, an insane amount. It's just like they're at 13 and then the next grouping of four is at nine. It's at nine, which is, yeah, it's a big gap. Yeah, it yeah. feels like a big gap and not in a way in which I thought that that gap would be them. Yeah. And then and Juliet, New York, New York, and Shocked all have nine. And then the next two that have the most, Kimberly Kimbo and Sweeney Todd have eight. And then a lot are at six and five and some stuff like that. Um, it kind of goes down from there. Individuals with multiple nominations, Casey Nicola, um, which is exciting. Um, David Lindsay, a bear, who is the book writer for uh, Kimberly Akimbo. And then also some... Uh, I believe costume and lighting. lighting designers and yeah, I re- I saw a couple with two. I re- that was one of the things that I noticed that there were a lot of categories that had the same person in it, like which like Jennifer Weber is yeah. nominated twice. Let's can mm-hmm. we start there? Should we start at yeah. the bottom and then work our yeah. way up? We so should. we'll start yeah. with best choreography. Um, because that's where we're starting. Uh, and the nominations were Stephen Hoggart, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Casey mm. Nicola, Some Like It Hot, Susan Stroman, New York, New York, Jennifer Weber for Anne Juliet, and Jennifer Weber for K-pop. And I was shocked to see Kate. First of all, I was shocked to see K-pop listed because of its extremely. Did it run on Broadway? Yeah, it ran on Broadway. Yeah. But it never did it open? Yes, it did. Okay. It opened and shut really quick. I was yes, like, it did. I thought it only it did. did previews. And when I saw this, and then I, mm-hmm. I I remember having to Google and then I don't. But I was surprised to see K-pop nominated, but it's not shocking to see Jennifer Weber here twice because I know mm-hmm. the work that Jennifer has done on Anne Julia and it's great. Um, this mm-hmm. best choreography did not surprise me, the the list here. No, Sweeney Todd is maybe a little surprising because, like, is there a lot of choreography in Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd over Bob Fosse dancing. That's yes, what... that's yeah, that's yeah. what's surprising yeah. to me. Or um, 
I mean, Shaq, I mean, I know there's some cool stuff with those corn. Like, I didn't think Shaq was going to make it into the best choreography yeah. category. Yeah. I knew but someone yeah, in Hotwood dancing. in New York, New York. And the fact that dancing's yeah. not in here, like when they announced this and dancing wasn't in mm-hmm. here, Bob Fosse's dancing, I was like, that's the end of that musical. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have best orchestrations uh, John Clancy, Kimberly Akimbo. Brian Carter and Charlie Rosen, Some Like It Hot, Sam Davis and Daryl Waters, New York, New York, Dominic Falarco and Bill Sherman for Anne Juliet and Jason Howland for Shucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically our like main five, right? Of musicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. this was interesting because this was, I think, announced before Best Musicals nominations Mm, and when i thought about this category i thought i wonder if this will be the category for best musical Mm. nominations okay uh sound design do you want to take both of them yes i'll do best sound design i love sound Mm -hmm. design so best sound design of a play jonathan deems and taylor williams from ain't no mo ain't no mo carolyn i love how i love how miles frost said it every time and then Ain't there's no Leah more. Michelle who said it like yeah. me. And yeah. yeah. Uh, Carol Downing, <laughs> Life of Pi. Joshua Reed, A Christmas Carol. Ben Ringham and Max Ringham, A Doll's Face. And then the same. Ben a Doll's Ringham, Face. A Doll's House. house sorry. <laughs> Prima <laughs> Hausa. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ben Ringham and Max Ringham, A Doll's House, not A Doll's Face. And. <laughs> Ben Ringham and Max Ringham from Prima Fasci. Fasci? Fasci? However you want to say it. Yeah. So then there we go. A double look at. Are they brothers or are they? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I know nothing about them, which feels like I should know them. I was surprised to see a Christmas carol in here. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. It lasted. It lasted through. That Um, That is surprising. I am not surprised by Life of Pi at all here. And I'm not surprised by A Doll's House at all. No, and let's just pause for uh, the Tony's luncheon where the tiger made an appearance at from Life of Pi. I loved it so much. It was so good. And then it it like went up to someone and like growled at them. I was like, this is amazing. It's so so good. Life of, I mean, we'll talk about this at the end of my opinion about Life of Pi. Although if they don't serve pie at Life of Pi, what are they doing? It's not that kind of pie. There's no eat. I know. I know. But come on. Waitress and Life of Pi should do a mashup. A mashup. Best sound design of a musical, Kai Harada, is that how you say mm-hmm. their name? New York, New York. Scott Lehrer and Al- Alex Newman from Into the Woods. Uh, Gareth Owen and Juliet. John Shivers, Shucked. Nevin Steinberg, Sweeney Todd, the beam, the Beeman. Wow. The let me talk it again. Neiman, Nevin, Neiman. The teeny, teeny, oh. teeny, teeny sod, the Beeman Darber of yeah. Seat Feet. That was good. Good job. Thank yeah. You. Nevin Steinberg, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yeah. Uh, I that they this put is crazy. Sweeney Todd here, but not in orchestration. Out of design. Yeah, you know, I I'm actually surprised New York, New York is in this category for best sound design of a musical. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised that um 
1776 isn't in this as no love for 1776 of a musical i know they got zero tony nominations i told you i told you (laughs) uh yeah um i'm out of sight out of mind out of sight i know and i think also no bad cinderella well, yes. We'll talk. Let's talk about the snubs okay. at the okay. end or I'm no nods at the I'm end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But for this specific category, I'm I'm actually very very surprised. Camelot and Parade did not make it in here. Yeah. I cannot wait to see Shucked, but this is not a category I thought I would see Shucked in. Best sound design of a musical. So proud of them. Yeah. Good job, New York, New York. That for corn, the peeling of the film. corn has really good sound design. So. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That that crunch, that elote <laughs> crunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best, best lighting design. Lighting design of a play. We have Neil Austin, Leopold Sant, Natasha Shivers, Prima Fasci, Fasci, Fasia, whatever. Uh, John Clark, A Doll's House, Bradley King, Fat Ham, Tim Lutkin, Life of Pi, Jen Shriver, Shriver, Death yeah. of a Salesman, and Ben Stanton. A Christmas Carol. Lots of nominees. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven nominees. That's a lot. The lighting design is stacked. <clears throat> and yeah. best I lighting think, design. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. I think that I'm surprised that the Thanksgiving play isn't in here. And I'm surprised that Peter Pan Goes Wrong isn't in here. Yeah. Um, we can pause here because speaking of Peter Pan Goes Wrong. This on Instagram, literally the day of the nominations, Peter Pan Goes Wrong posted on Instagram. Three Drama Desk nominations, three Outer Critic Circle nominations, one Drama League nominations, zero Tony nominations. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yeah. It's actually crazy. Wait. Bad Cinderella said, we see your three, one, one, zero, and raise you zero, 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 zero. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk. We'll talk. Let's talk now, real quick. Who was not nominated for Tony Awards as yeah. musicals and plays? And Bad Cinderella was not nominated for any. A Beautiful Noise, the Neil Diamond musical, was not nominated. Not surprising. For any. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan Goes Wrong was not nominated for any. The Thanksgiving no, no play wasn't. Yeah. Totally shut out. Yeah. Um, 1776 was not nominated for anything. Neither was Bob Fosse's Dancing. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what's interesting is that a lot of the, I mean, I guess the Thanksgiving play is an original, but a lot of those kind of feel like like another jukebox musical. Like all of these are pretty original musicals that Bad are nominated. Cinderella. Yes, but it's, it's another Cinderella story. Like, do we need that? Yes. It's still, it's still kind of just, I'm actually, I'm really, I'm not necessarily surprised that Bad Cinderella didn't get any. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am actually a little surprised, but also I'm not because of all the terrible yeah. reviews. Peter, right. the, 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 the two that really get me of like, you really, or three that really get me of like, you weren't nominated for anything is Peter right. Pan Goes Wrong, Thanksgiving Play, and 1776. Right. I truly cannot believe that 1776 didn't have one featured actress in a musical category. Yeah, it's wild. Or or wild. orchestrations or sound design. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Back to this. Broadway. Broadway this year. Um, we were. I'm referencing a New York Times article that we will um put in Link. our show notes. 
um, has grossed $1.48 billion as of April 30th um, this year. So apparently that is double the gross of the same point last season, um, but a little bit lower than this the point same point in 2019. Um, but I think that just goes to show that people are going back to the theater. People mm-hmm. are tour tour you know tourists are Tourism coming is back. to yeah. to New York. Like things are getting back to normal. And I think with these nominees, the Broadway League is the American Theater Wing is saying like yes, original content is something that we value. And even in the nominees, I mean, we were talking about like will New York New York get a lot of nominees will some like it hot get a, nom- a lot of nominees and i think they both kind of crushed with these i don't think that that's i don't think i mean we can talk about this at the end but i i definitely don't think that that's what the drama the drama league is saying i think that they are i think i don't think that they think that hard about it i think the reason we see so much diversity in this than like in terms of choices that are feel outside of the normal like choice is actually because of the new rule of Tony voting. I don't, Mm. and that you don't have to see them all. And therefore there are more people who qualify as Tony voters this year. And I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that this is good. I I like that there are a lot more surprises than I'm used to. Um, And I like that the people who would normally be recognized just because of who there are and their traditional music stands you know sir andrew lloyd weber who is at the coronation today right like i am (laughs) kind of glad right that we're instead of dealing with that we're we're saying shucked a musical that people laughed at is gonna end up with nine nominations yeah i think though that that is not a fully conscious decision from the american theater wing i think that that is solely because of this new rule um, about Tony voting. And I hope that we continue that. I hope that right. there's, because there's more diversity in our voting pool and therefore there's more yeah. diversity of thought and feeling in our nomination. I think though, in the future, we will have to make more categories or parse out these mm-hmm. categories into smaller categories because there is just so much good content. Like I, I think that there should be things, you know, there are a lot of things on Broadway that I think, or even off-Broadway that I think deserve the recognition that people are starting to think they also deserve. Um, and I I hope that the institutions behind, you know, them, like the American Theater Wing, understand that that's what we want. We want, we want more, you know, original content. We want more diversity. Mm, yeah. We want, you know, yeah, yeah. we want that. And this... New York Times article says the Tony nominations, quote, the Tony nominations, which which were chosen by a panel of 40 theater industry experts. And it says here who saw all 38 eligible shows. Oh, for the nominations. Yeah. yeah, Who have no financial interest in any of them are particularly important to shows that are still running, which try to use the vote of confidence to woo potential ticket buyers. And then Casey Nicola chimes in, quote, it's all about what's going to make a show run longer and create more jobs for people. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think that this is the hard part of like, it is a business, right? Like we've seen right. with right. Bob Fosse's dancing, they got, they didn't get any nominations and they're not backed by millionaires. And so yeah. they have to close. 
Well, I think that's what's great about 7076 is that they knew they were going to run for a limited time and yeah. now they're on tour. So they're still making yes. money. Yeah. And I can't wait yeah. to see them. They're coming yeah. here in a month and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get back. That that's was a swerve. Design. That was that a, little, a, little, a little side dive we went into. Um, best lighting design of a musical. We have Ken Billington, New York, New York. Lap Chai Chu, Camelot. Heather Gilbert Parade, Howard Hudson. These sound like fake names. Howard Hudson and Juliet, Natasha Katz, Some Like It Hot, and Natasha Katz, Sweeney Tard. Ta- Sweeney Tard. Sweeney Tard. <laughs> oh my God. Jamie Todd, the G- Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd, the Demon the Barber. Steve Fleet. Steve Fleet. Yes. Um, I think New York, New York's lighting looks amazing yes. and i'm yes. so glad it was here um yeah. yes but all this of these deserve the yeah. nominations yeah this doesn't surprise me the only one that potentially surprises me is that into the woods isn't in here that's what i was gonna say into the woods yeah but what would you take out too like maybe like some like it hot or no i think maybe camelot yeah but i don't know because i haven't seen yeah. either of those shows yeah yeah, yeah. but True. yeah but oh, this doesn't surprise me. I'm excited for them. Best Take costume. um best costumes. Yeah. Best costume design of a play. Nick Barnes, Finn Codwell, and Tim Hatley, Life of Pi. Dominic Fawn Hill, Fat Ham. Brigitte Riefenstuhl, Leopoldstadt. Emilio Sosa, Ain't No Mo, and Emily Sosa, Goodnight Oscar. Look at Goodnight Oscar getting in there. I know. I'm so excited. Um. Sean Hayes yeah. making a comeback. I will be so sad if anyone besides Life of Pi doesn't win. Yeah. I mean, so all of these are deserving. Fair. A lot of these shows yeah. you're going to see repeats of as we go through. But yeah. Um, yeah. again, another double nominee, which is another very do- fun. Double nominee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, best costume design of a musical. This is interesting. Greg yeah. Barnes, Some Like It Hot. Sophia Cho and Clint Ramos, K-pop. Susan Hilferty, Parade. Jennifer Moller, 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 Moeller. I don't know. Camelot, uh, Paloma Young and Juliet, and Donna Zo. Wait, don't what? Donna, Donna Zokowski. Zokowski. Zokowska. Zokowska. Uh, New York, New York. Wow. Yeah. Can I read? K-pop, no. surprising. Surprising, but not surprising, but also yeah. surprising. Like um, Aunt and Juliet was not surprising here. Camelot was not surprising. You know what I'm surprised by? Parade. I'm very surprised Parade is in this. I mean, those, that, like, outfit that Ben Platt's in. I guess everyone's swooning over it. The, like, jail outfit. Okay, but Parade over Sweeney Todd? Yeah, or into the woods. I love those costumes. Or into the woods, but like parade yeah. just feels like that. That was the only one in here where I was like, "What? Huh? What? Okay. okay." Yeah, that's true. I guess all of the some like it hot is kind of like general forties kind of basic. But I've I've seen that right. it looks it looks good. But yeah. yeah, K-pop is the one that's surprising and um like the costumes kind of take risks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I know about K-pop is when Lynn posted about it and he went and saw it and it and he said he liked it. 
So that's all. I saw some of the photos from the previews, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is our last kind of technical award that we'll talk about before we get into the more above the line, as they like to call them, awards. Um, best scenic design of a play. We have Miriam Buether for Prima Facie, Prima Facie. Uh, Andrzej Golding and Tim Hatley for Life of Pi. Rachel Hauk for Goodnight Oscar. Richard Hudson for Leopold Stant. I can't talk today. Leopold Stant. Neither of us can talk. Good thing we're on a podcast. (laughs) Richard Hudson for Leopold Stant. And Dan Laffery and Lucy McKinnon for A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yeah. From I, I don't know much about the Prima Facie. Do you know much? I don't know. I mean, that's the one man, Jody, one man, yeah. one woman, Jody Comer. I mean, I think that yeah. that makes sense to me. Everything in here make uh, the only thing I was surprised once again is a Christmas Carol, because I thought for sure that last one was was going to be Doll's House. Right, Doll's House. but Doll's House is pretty simple from what I remember. I still feel like there might be. I I still feel like maybe the simplicity is what is going to nominate them. But yeah, but I mean, this is good. I like this. Good night, Oscar. Once again, in there. Yeah. Um, I love Life of Pi. I you know rooting for them. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, best scenic design of a musical, as Miss Darbus would say. Uh, Beowulf Borit for New York, New York. Mimi Lian for Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Michael Jurgen and 59 Productions for Camelot. Scott Pask for Shucked. And Scott Pask for Some Like It Hot. Another double Double. nomination. There we are. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is crazy. Yeah. These are really good. um, Really good. Nomination, nominees I yeah agree. really good choices i i yeah. we've i've seen pictures of all of them we've talked about how new york new york like those pictures look so beautiful and the set looks just incredible mm-hmm. um swinney todd obviously like i've seen some bootleg videos of swinney todd on youtube uh-huh. and um yeah mm-hmm. and that set is super cool however i read a comment today that said this girl was like, I went and saw Sweeney Todd, but I lost my glasses on the train and I couldn't see the actors the whole show. Girl. And I was like, what? What? How did this happen? That's so funny. But Do you also not have sad. other glasses? I she always like, carry all blurry. extra glasses. Asking yeah. why I pack like four pairs of glasses when I go anywhere. That's yeah. why. That's me with underwear. But just got to make sure I have enough. But you can yeah. buy underwear. You cannot just buy glasses that yeah. normally fit your That's prescription. True. true. Um, yeah, I don't think anything's very surprising here. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I, excited I, yeah. for this yeah. category. Got past getting that work. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to some of it. These are all going to be very fun to talk about. Not that the yeah. other ones weren't. But, Should we um, do best book? Yeah, go on. Read it. Okay, best book of a musical, Anne Juliet, David West Reed. Ooh, you're really Hey, look, they spell it. We are. They spell it the same way. Uh, Kimberly Akimbo, David Lindsay Abair. 
Mm. New York, New York, David Thompson and Sharon Washington, Shucked, Robert Horn, and Some Like It Hot, Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin. I can not with this. This is amazing. It's a great, yeah, again, great category. I am really surprised New York, New York is in here as best book of a musical. So that yeah. I, that makes me want to see it more. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was just be the music and the dancing um, for it to be nominated for best book is pretty exciting. Yeah. And Amber Ruffin getting in, of course, she is a, was a late night host on her show the amber ruffin show mm-hmm. um on nbc and on peacock she was a writer for seth myers for a long time so yeah. really cool for um that team to bring her in um yeah. and write on that show which means mm-hmm. it's probably very funny it's probably a very funny yeah show. i know probably yeah. some yeah. like it i know some like it is pretty funny i've heard yeah apparently though there is a song in it called let's be bad right yes it is the it I'm is like, actually it is the song. It is the it song. Is? Oh yeah. my gosh. I need to listen to it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Okay. That's wild. I guess they're not gonna have that in the in the Smash musical. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Uh best original score. You wanna take it? Sure, I'll take it. Best original score, music and or lyrics written for the theater. Almost famous. Tom Kitt, music and lyrics, and Cameron Crowe, lyrics. Wild. I know. Kimberly Akimbo, Janine Tesori, and David Lindsay Avare. K-pop, Helen Park and Max Vernon. Shucked, Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally. Some Like It Hot, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. This wow. was the fir- oh, one of the first wow. categories I went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I legitimately was like, what? What? Um, no, no New York, New York. No, no New Fred, York, New York. No Fred. I was like, you resisted Lin-Manuel Miranda? He's like a Tony's darling. Yeah. And and can't and Ed, Fred Ebb. Like, he's like been nominated a billion times. No Bad Cinderella. No Bad Cinderella. This, you know, talk. all the other nominations yeah. when they were coming out in the categories, I was like, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was thinking in my brain, wow, no bad Cinderella, no beautiful no- noise. But I was also in no 1776, but I was thinking like, this is where I'm going to see, this is where it's unfortunately I'm going to see Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber's name. Like, even though we have heard all the terrible reviews, similar to how I assumed I would see Lin-Manuel Miranda's name in here. Like, right. it's just like you're a, le- you're a legacy now and you're yeah. going to get nominated because the work yeah. you do is almost always good. Well, and Fred Ebb is 96, and yeah, they're giving him the lifetime achievement, but this may be one of the last times he could ever be nominated. I know. And they're know. not going to give it to him. And then I know. They, didn't, they decided not to give it to him. So. What is crazy to me is we hadn't heard anything about Almost Famous until this category. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, and we'll talk about how I feel it's crazy that the person who was nominated in the West End wasn't nominated on this side of town. Um, but I think that this is just the K-pop really shocks me here. Yeah. Um, well, almost honestly, famous does too. I mean, it really. Yeah. No, no. I, lo- course, I mean, that, Tom Kitt is a that, that Tom really Kitt is me. like a, a, a Tony's darling now too, and like a legacy yeah. person. Yeah. But 
Janine Tesori and David Lindsay Bay are like dream They team. were the only people yeah. I knew were going to be in this category. Like I knew yeah. that if they weren't in this category, well, I was like, bye. Some like it. I mean, Mark and Scott, like they're past winners. I, I yeah. assume, but I knew Kimberly Akimbo would be in this category. Yeah. They're the only yeah. people I knew, like inside. Yeah. And then, ex- wow. I mean, exciting for K-pop and almost famous, but yes, I'm, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I wanted Lynn to be nominated. I mean, why not? I'm surprised Shuck isn't Shuck is in here too. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, now that we have the album, yeah. it's clearer to me why this would yes. be yes. here. But like to be yeah. honest, um, does it beat out New York, New York? I don't know. I mean, clearly it does. Obviously, yeah. they're not on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Wild. It's pretty crazy. Wild. Okay. Um, well, yeah, all very diverse, which is cool. But yeah. I mean, some like it hot in New York, New York. It could be said that they're pretty similar esque. Um, yeah. Like I big agree. booming musicals they're with big, lots of orchestra. They're broad. When I think Broadway, I think them. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that kind of musical. And Sweeney Todd, I guess. Mm-hmm. But obviously that in, wouldn't be in here. In here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to direction, best direction of a play. We have Sahim Ali for Fat Ham, which is my nickname outside of this uh, this podcast. Joe Bo- Joe Bonnie, uh, Cost of Living, Jamie Lloyd, A Doll's House, Patrick Marber, Leopold Stant. Le- am I saying that Leopold right? Leopold Stant. Leopold Stant. Leopold Stant. And Stevie Walker Webb for A No Mo. And then Max Webster for Life of Pi. Yeah. Again, so many nominees. A stacked so category. Yeah. Like that, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I We can't wait for us to have a prediction category. Or, yeah. uh, thank you. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, happy that Fat Ham was in the conversation. Because um, mm-hmm. I... Me too. I don't know. It's, it, uh, you just never know. Like... Slave yeah. play. There was a play a couple of years ago that yeah. should have been. I have read a lot of things about that play, yeah, and it's, it so seems good. amazing. Yeah. And um, it got shut out basically from the yeah. Tonys. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, best direction of a musical again. Stacked. Who is gonna win? I don't even. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Flip a coin. <laughs> Michael Arden parade. Lear de Bussonet for Into the Woods. Casey Nicola for Some Like It Hot, Jack O'Brien for Shucked, and Jessica Stone for Kimberly Akimbo. Great to see two women in there. I think that's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all, I mean, but no, no Tommy Kale. No Tommy crazy. Kale. That is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that Jack O'Brien got in there and not Tommy Kale. Yeah. I think I, as I have said before, I think people are pleasantly surprised and expectations yeah. are everything, right? True. Like when you go into something and you have an expectation, this is why this is hard, right? You have an expectation that the work is going to be good um, and you're let down. That is a feeling you're going to think about even, even yeah. if you, even if you know you shouldn't, right? Yeah. But also, also if you go to see a show and you're really surprised and it's actually really good in comparison to what you thought it was going to be. That yeah. also makes an impact in your work. Expectations are, because I'm sure a lot of people went into Shucked being like, this is not going to be good. Yeah. And then, yeah, for sure. Interesting that Lear de Bessonet did Into the Woods. Very, It's a very minimal 
direction. There's not much going on compared to Sweeney Todd, which is like a full on production revival. Um, I out of the revival, out of the revivals that are in here, which are two, I am really surprised that Camelot is not in here. Yeah, who is um, who's that? It's um, it's it's uh Bartlett Share, right? Is yeah, who it is. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Who's very, very obviously, very well known and famous within the theater community. But honestly, even from these nominations, like I don't think the I don't think the um, American Theater Wing liked Camelot. I don't think they enjoyed. I mean, no, I don't know if it would have gotten nominated, but no book of a musical, even though, I I mean, Aaron Sorkin did rewrite it. So I don't know if that would be considered a new book, but. um, Well, that was, yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but also as we'll get into not many performance nominations Mm -hmm. and obviously no direction. So I don't know if they liked it very much, which is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I've heard I've heard Ann Sorkin did change a lot, so there's that. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Best performance mm. by a featured actor in a musical. <laughs> Kevin Cahoon shucked. Amazing. Incredible. Justin Cooley, Kimberly Akembo. Amazing. Kevin Del, Del Aguia, Some Like It Hot. Jordan Donica or Donica Camelot mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Alex Newell shocked. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I believe that's the only Camelot um, performance nomination, which is wild. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So good uh, for him. Wow. But wow. What a category. I'm really loving that shucked is, twice nominated double, in this double category nominated. but yeah. i think that that's hard because kevin cahoon is going to be overshadowed a little justin cooley is that's so exciting mm-hmm. so exciting yeah. so. he's brand new i mean right off that i think he this is first broadway show i think it is and yeah. so he gets to have a nomination he which just is graduated incredible. right like he's 19 or yeah. something yeah yeah he's so Amazing. young just so and good. speaking of young, like going on best <gasps> performance by a featured actress in a musical first Broadway show, Julia Lester, Into the Woods, which was what? <laughs> I went, what? What? I was shook. I did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. I did you? I mean, I was like shook. No. I was so surprised. Wow. Um, I love that with, for her, but yes, yeah. yes, and her reaction was precious. So, so wholesome, and, um, so wholesome. Yeah, so excited. She seems uh, like re- such a nice. Person. And her dress she wore to the luncheon was spot on because it had so red cute. in it. So little red. Uh, Ruthie Ann Miles, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street as the Beggar Woman. <laughs> the first time we'll say who they're playing. Uh, Bonnie Milligan, uh, Kimberly Akimbo, great, great nomination. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Natasha Yvette Williams, Some Like It Hot, and Betsy Wolf, uh, Ian Juliet, which I think is. First a- time nomination for Betsy Wolf, right? Is it really? I think so. Wait, I'm going to look this up. I think you're right. Which is crazy. Wow. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I honestly, even looking at her her um, career, like looking at the show she's been in, I don't know what else. Because she 
Like, she wouldn't have been nominated for Falsettos. And she wouldn't have been... But she's just so good. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah. hard for me to think that she has yet to be nominated. So I really... When I heard her name, I think that yeah. that's really, really exciting. Yeah. It's fun that she's uh, oh, playing This category Anne is stacked, by the way. This category yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And I oh, believe rain. also Betsy Wolf, the only... Uh, oh, no, not the only. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's another nomination for Anne Juliet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Best performance Best by a featured actor in a play. Jordan E. Cooper, Ain't No Mo. Samuel L. Jackson, the piano that nobody. Lesson. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that again? Ariane Mohead, A Doll's uh, House, not A Doll's uh-huh. Face. Brandon Uranovitz. <laughs> Uh, Leopold Stat, David yeah. Zayas, Cost of Living. Yeah, I feel good about this. Cannot believe mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is in here. This is the first time we've heard a piano lesson being nominated. I think it True. ended up taking two nominations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I, I'm, I don't know if I should be surprised or if I shouldn't be surprised by these because uh, I know less about the actors in these plays and more about the actresses in these plays mm-hmm. but, well um, i mean brandon urena which always wonderful to see him yeah, yeah. nominated and i've heard leopold sat is amazing like i've heard wonderful wonderful things about it and um, i don't know i i don't know um where hyren abizikara who mm-hmm. plays in life of pi if he's a featured actor or a leading actor i think he's a leading actor um yeah. But I anyway, I'm surprised to uh, not see him nominated. You know, I was going to say that. He took the Olivier Award. I know, but he took the Olivier Award home. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they don't. That part is crazy that he's not nominated. And could they they nominate the guy doing the puppet? I mean. Right, right. Once again, special two. We need two more categories. Um, PR, marketing, and puppets. Puppetry. But then every year just go to like two people. <laughs> or it could yeah. be like we award them if, you know, I just feel like they deserve it anyway, you know. Yeah. yeah. It might encourage more puppeteering. We don't know. It could be True. exciting. You're right. A revival of Avenue Q. Uh, King Kong. Any, anyway. You're right. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, it could be good. You never know. Okay. Uh, do you want right. me to do Let's... best performance by a featured actress in a play? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm ready. Best performance by a featured actress in a play, Nikki Crawford, Fat Ham, mm. Crystal Lucas Perry, Ain't No Mo, Miriam Silverman, The Sign in Sidney Bernstein's Window. So First time we've seen first that. First time. Like, yeah. Katie Sullivan, Cost of Living, and Kara Young, Cost of Living. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm a little surprised. That this is the first time we're seeing the sign in Sydney Burstein's window. Right. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that Zoe Wanamaker is not in here. Zoe Wanamaker is not in here from Pictures mm-hmm. from Home. Yeah. Pictures from Home, I don't think got any love really. Yeah. I don't know if they yeah. were one of the ones who were allowed to be nominated or not. I know that there mm. were rules about that that changed or like updated rules, right? We talked about them last week, but right. anyway, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's surprising because we'll get to it, but the non-nominations for Rachel Brosnahan and Oscar Isaac for yeah. the sign at um, Sydney Bruce, Bruce Scene's window. 
very surprising yeah. to me. That was one of the biggest surprises that they didn't get nominated. So yeah. maybe they just yeah. didn't have time to see it. So uh, <laughs> fair. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the biggest stacked category of the evening. Insane. 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 Best performance by a leading actor in a musical, Christian Borel, Some Like It Hot, J. Harrison G. 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 Yes. Uh, Some Like It Hot. Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd, Tweeny Sod, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Brian Darcy James, Into the Woods, Ben Platt, Parade, and Colton Ryan, New York, New York. Stack. Stacked. Yeah, that's all. This yeah, made me I mean, go remember what I should have said in a different category, which was where's Gavin Creel? Why wasn't he in that featured yeah. actor category? Yeah, you're right. Why yeah. wasn't he there? He's he's Why yeah, and Julia Lester got in and not there? Gavin Creel. This is what I'm saying. This is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm and then alongside, yes, absolutely. Anyway. Best performance by or Jordan Fisher. Come on. Yeah. Um. Best performance by a leading actress in a musical, Annalie Ashford, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Sarah Borales, Into the Woods, Victoria Clark, Kimberly Akimbo, Lorna Courtney, and Juliet, and Michaela Diamond Parade. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. What? You did. What are we doing? You did six best performance by an actor, but why not just slip in Philip Sue in there? Like, why not? I just don't understand. Philip for Into the Woods. Philip Sue for uh yeah Camelot? for Camelot. It can, why not? I just don't understand. She is such yeah. an incredible performer, and you did six males but not six females. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, your but page. yeah, in my heart, Philip Sue's nominated here. So mm-hmm. I would have rathered for, but it, I guess for Into the Woods it would have been a featured, but yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, these two categories are like, like honestly, I don't even know who's gonna win. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Looking at them, it's, I'm like, I have no idea. Pull it out of the hat because yeah, I don't yeah. know. And yeah. there are all these memes, and we'll see if we can send our link in in the show notes a TikTok of. There has been a time once before when Christian Borel and Josh Groban, I think, or was it Christian Borel and Brian Darcy James? That must be right. Were nominated in this category as well as Ben Platt. And we all thought that Ben Platt might not win this one. <laughs> well, wow. Might not win. And once again, he, he took that. So I there's it's all these so memes. Wild. I gotta find it. It's so funny. Wow. Anyway. Okay, we have six more categories left. So <sighs> We can do it. I'm sorry, everyone. Do the do best leading actor and actress in a play. Okay, ready? Best performance by a leading actor in a play. Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, Top Dog, mm-hmm. Underdog. Corey Hawkins, Top Dog Underdog. Sean mm. Hayes, Good Night Oscar. There he is. Stephen McKenley Henderson, Between Riverside and Crazy. Wendell Pierce, Death of a Salesman. This was so crazy. I, I yeah. think this is a, something that's very interesting about plays is that plays like can be all like all the technical stuff and the direction can be nominated like all the other plays can be nominated for those. And then you get to the actor part and other plays are nominated. And it's just while there are more plays, I feel like than not. Um, But top dog underdog, 
hello, first time we're seeing you. Good night, Oscar. First time we're seeing you. Between Riverside and Crazy, first time we're seeing you. Death of a Salesman, first time we're seeing you. All of that. Well, Good Night Oscar was nominated for something else, but for best costume design. Oh, was it before? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so was Death of a Salesman, I think, but I may be wrong. No. But Top Dog, Top Dog Underdog for sure. But I've heard those performances were amazing. Amazing. It's just crazy. I'm like, hello, where did you come from? Yeah. I mean, I love Yaya Abdul-Mateen the second. He's an incredible actor, and so is Corey Hawkins. So, um, I yeah. am kind of shocked that Ohio State Murders isn't in here. I mean, we'll we'll hear them next. But anyway, best yeah. performance by a leading actress in a play: Jessica Chastain, A Doll's House. Woo! Jodie Comer, Prima Fosse. Woo! Jessica hiked Summer, 1976, and Audra McDonald, Ohio State Murders. Woo! This does not surprise me. No, no. I Although think is Audra gonna win her seventh. I don't think so. I, this, yeah. those first two of this are just like they are leading mm-hmm. ladies in their plays. Not that yeah. Audra isn't, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. Ohio State Murders wasn't nominated for literally anything else. But yeah, it's wild. Wild. This was it? Yeah, they were just like where I guess these these play performers. They were like we just like them. You know, they're they're okay. Yeah. All right. Best revival of a play we have a doll's house, the piano lesson, the sign in Sydney Brustein's window, and top dog underdog. What's so interesting is that all of these are like all over the place as far as other nominations. Top yes. dog underdog and the sign in Sydney Brustein's window and the piano lesson all have only like three nominations. A Doll's House adults, is the only one that has direction of a play and a play. Yeah. So weird. Isn't that weird? I just yeah. find that weird. Yeah. Best okay. revival of a musical, as we knew it would be stacked, Camelot, Into the Woods, Parade, and Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber, Fleet Street. You know what's going to be crazy alongside the best musical is there are... 10 musicals that need to perform right yeah oh nine nine there are nine musicals that need to perform so maybe they don't need a writer and they just have all the shows perform like we just go back to back to back that's fine we don't need writers it's like a show choir competition yeah um (laughs) this is not surprising at all i mean maybe 1776 not being in here but i knew Mm -hmm. i kind of knew it wasn't going to be in there so. I mean, I think we knew that Bob Saucy's dancing wasn't going to be in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm still, I'm not surprised. I'm just sad. Like, we, why couldn't we have five nominees? True. Here? True. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But stacked again. I mean, it's just the performing. It's just crazy. There's just so, like, when was the last time a revival had this many, this many musicals? Like, it's just a lot. Yeah, I was trying to think. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rachel, the last two. bring us home. Bring us home with the best play bring and best musical. Home. Yeah, okay. Um, best play. Nominees are Ain't No Mo, Between Riverside and Crazy, Cost of Living, Fat Ham, and Leopold Stat. Between Riverside and Crazy, the alternate name for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah this is interesting isn't it yeah again very diverse very all like a lot of different stories um 
yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I feel like it honestly, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm glad Fat Ham made it in. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, and best musical. The nominees are Anne Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked, Some Like It Hot. Wonderful. I what a great list. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine if we had like one like a like we had like Bad Cinderella and there would be like, oh, all of these are great except Bad Cinderella. <laughs> it is it is nice yeah. to finally be like, wow, all of these musicals feel like they're good musicals. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that Anne Juliet really I'm not sure it's the best musical as I don't enjoy jukebox musicals, but I would say that mm. All of the thing, I mean, when it opened on the West End, I do love the music and the direction and the costuming and the lighting. Like, it does look like mm-hmm. it is a good show. Um, it does yeah. feel like it's a big show and a good show. Yeah. And one, obviously, that's successful enough where it is going to do a multi-year contract national tour. Yeah. So. Well, it's yeah. also, mu- I think it's doing well because it's music that people know. Of course. So there's that. Of course it is. But. Yeah. Also, um if any of these shows won i would be fine like yeah. i'd be excited yeah um which Can't is wait. exciting that's a good that's a good, that's yeah, a good that's place to be it's in a good that's a good place to i mean i felt the same way honestly with the best picture nominees i mean maybe there's like one but that i didn't this yeah. year but they they were all it's it's exciting to be in a time where like yeah there's a lot of good content being yeah. put and maybe that's a result of the pandemic that we got all this great content so that's true yeah. yeah wow well there we have it wow did everyone survive that are you good yeah. everyone Listen. yeah are we good it was, a whirlwind. it was a whirlwind um we're excited to of course watch these we are going to have our predictions episode in a couple weeks but keep keep listening to our tony content as it's coming out for you in the next couple weeks yeah do yeah. it. Um, do you want to say too? This year includes several non-binary performers, Jay Harrison G and Alex Newell becoming the first two non-binary performers to score nominations for performances. Mm-hmm. And so it might that's... have been three if we did not make them choose between being an ac- actor or an actress, and our right. Anne Juliet performer most likely would have received that nomination. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if that ever gets expanded, but yeah, Rachel, thank you Thanks, for Tay. having this conversation the Tony with me. Awards. The Tonys, Tony, Tony, Tony. It's just I'll, we'll never not think of that, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Oh my gosh. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. What time is it? Character of the week. Maybe we should do that. We're going to do a little jingle every time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're new here, welcome. Welcome. Uh, This is the end of the podcast, basically. And this is (laughs) where, uh, this is a segment where Taylor and I (laughs) pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, what have we been feeling? How have we been? What have we been up to? And then we pick a theater character that has maybe the same feeling, thoughts, or vibes. 
That's right. We also would love to hear your thoughts on these 2023 Tony nominations. Were there any snubs for you guys? Any surprises uh, with these nominations? Listen, did Leah Michelle actually read her cue cards or was did she have uh, earpiece in her ear, someone whispering to her? Give us your thoughts. Also, tell us your character this week. You may get a shout out. You may on, get a shout out. That's right. On our future episode, Rachel, who is your character this week? Taylor. This week, um, I've just been a little bit uh, jealous and jealous and like, I know, well, a terrible word. I think I'm jealous of people who like just can do whatever they want or seemingly think that they can do whatever they want and not think about the consequences. And I mean this Mm -hmm. like deciding to take certain vacation days or like I now work in an office where I have to be there from 8 to 5 p.m. And I think that it's like a good thing for me mentally. But then some days I'm like, I just want to go home and wash my laundry at 2 p.m. and take a nap and or walk around uh, the park. And I just cannot. So I've been a little bit jealous. And then in addition, Mm. there is someone who um, I really love dearly, uh, but they have been on this really beautiful vacation and I'm very jealous. So I was thinking of another character who gets very jealous and I maybe am mm. not as jealous as this character, but they're the character I thought. And this this character is so jealous that they end up murdering people, which is not me, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so disclaimer. This took this a week, turn. This week I'm a fellow. Love it. Oh, that is so great. Ew. Rachel Othello. Yes. I know. Um, yeah. I haven't been a Shakespeare character for a while, so I had to yeah. I had to do it. And also what I was thinking, yeah. how funny, like what if I was from the point of view that I was bad Cinderella this week and I'm Othello? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh you are channeling in Juliet with that with that. I am. Yes. Yeah. So Taylor, tell me about you. Who are you this week? Yes, so this week, and today in particular, I woke up pretty early. My body woke me up at like 6.30, and I was like, I don't know if I want to be up, but I got up. My wife and I went to a bunch of yard sales. We did some cleaning in our house, and I feel like this character, listen, I was going to be another character, but I'd already been that character, and maybe this fits that character a little more, but this one, I feel like this person was forced to do cleaning in an inn, and uh, by the people who kind of owned her until a man came and saved her, and that's right, I am young Cosette from Les Mis. (laughs) Because she she that. had to wake up every day and do a lot of cleaning. So yes, yeah. lol. That's why I'm, Young where I'm feeling this. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion about these Tony Award nominations, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next week. <laughs>